Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl, and I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Megan and I'm so happy to have you here today. I know that your time is so limited and so precious and so the fact that you take the time to tune into this episode just absolutely means the world to me. I cannot thank you enough. Um, This week's episode, we're talking about the fact that the timing will actually never be perfect. (laughs) Um, So do you ever catch yourself saying something like, I can do this when that falls into place? Why do we do that? Like, why do we think that we can control things like that? Like, why do we think that... um, that once we're past this season, whatever the season is, that we will magically have more time available in our schedule. What, like, I do this, I have done this for over a decade. I've been a mom for 17 years, so like, I have been doing this for at least 17, 18 years now. Um, if you include the time that I was pregnant with him, I I catch myself saying things like, um, you know, we can have another baby when I can go back to school when I can run that marathon when I can start that podcast when and I have finally in this year realized that the timing is never, ever going to be perfect, like things have not slowed down since I became a mom. I've not had one single year that I looked back on and said, wow, that was so much easier than the year before. I always think that next year will be somehow like easier or less chaotic. Um, That never happens. So I have finally resolved myself to to the fact that my life is just not going to slow down. And I don't know if it's because I have a personality that desires to have a lot going on. Um, I don't know if it's partly because I have a large family. I have three kids of my own. I'm the oldest of five. I've got lots of nieces and nephews now. Like, we just always have something going on. We do, we rarely have a weekend that we get to just kind of chill and not like and like recover <laughs> from the week before and reset for the next week. Like those weekends are very few and far between and our weeks forget it. Like we've got at least one practice 
every single day, um, if not multiple practices, several days a week. Like it, we have a lot going on. And I used to think like when I had babies, like the babies need your constant love and care and attention in a way that, you know, a 12 year old doesn't right? 12-year-olds are way more independent. Um, You know, they just don't rely on you like as much, which is kind of weird to say. That's not really what I mean, because I feel like your kids always need your love and time and attention, but in much different ways as they progress through the different stages, right? Um, But when I had, you know, two under two and one in kindergarten, I was sure that when they were all school age, I would like have so much time on my hands. Um, I thought that when, (laughs) if you know my story, you know that there was a period of time like when I had two under two and one in kindergarten, Drew and I were also both going to school full time while also working full time. Um, Actually, that's not really fair. We weren't going to school full time, but we were definitely taking two classes a semester, um, which is, I mean, a lot when you have three kids and a full time job and a house like it was it was a lot and I remember back then we used to always say like when when we graduate and when our kids are in school like what are we gonna do with all of that time like we were just imagining like how will we fill all of this time and guess what that time is full life took care of that for us all by itself we didn't have to come up with any creative ways to fill all of this extra time in our schedule it was full all by itself right and so i have come to realize that it's just always going to be this way because i recently caught myself thinking like we only have like all of my kids are in middle school or older, right? So theoretically in less than 10 years, we won't have any kids living at home. And what are we gonna do with all of that time? I'm not even worried about what we're gonna do with all that fucking time. I know that it's gonna be full of all kinds of shit just because, right? Um, And so instead of putting things off for another seven to 10 years, we're just going to start making moves, right? Um, So whether that thing that you have been wanting to do, um, but you're too busy to do it now, whether that thing is like (sighs) learning how to crochet or um, reading more books or training to run a marathon or starting a business or um, I don't know, whatever it is that you desire to do that you've been putting off because this season of life is too busy. I'm going to caveat this a little bit because there are some seasons of life that you honest to God cannot cram one more thing in 
to your schedule um, because you're overwhelmed. And, and those seasons are when you are living in extenuating circumstances where maybe you're dealing with um, a very significant loss. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you've just lost a very close friend or family member. Um, maybe you're welcoming a brand new baby into your house. Like there are certain seasons where you definitely cannot like squeeze anything else in. So if you are in a season like that, this message today is not for you, okay? But if you're in a season where you are, you know, not in some extenuating circumstance, but you are like running kids around every day, for hours on end after school, after you've worked all day. And maybe you are, um, I don't know, just you, you know if you fit the criteria for an extenuating circumstance or if you are just waiting for the timing to be right, right? Um, and so because we know now that the timing is never actually going to be right, we're never gonna have enough money, we're never gonna have enough time, we're never gonna have enough motivation, we're never gonna have enough whatever resource it is that you're waiting to like fall into your lap, that is not coming. You have to actively make moves to bring that stuff to life and to bring it to fruition for yourself, right? And so, Really get honest with yourself and sit down and think of, you know, do you have 30 minutes a day? Do you have two hours a week to devote to whatever this thing is? And even though that might sound like, what the fuck am I going to get done in 30 minutes that's going to make like any kind of difference? You would be amazed. Honest to God, you would be shocked if you spent 30 minutes a day on something or two hours a week, this podcast probably takes me less than two hours per week. And I release three episodes every single week. That's two, two hours a week because I don't do like hardly any editing. I outline my episodes, I record them and I get them up and out. Like literally maximum, maximum three hours per week. And I have a podcast. Like, did it take me longer than that to get started? Fuck yes. Absolutely. But probably still not more than like five, six, seven hours a week for like a month, right? So if you start to carve out these little tiny chunks of time to start getting to whatever it is that goal is, right? Maybe let's take this crocheting example, right? Maybe this week you spend your two hours um, researching what materials you need. What are the best materials for beginners, right? You research that this week. And then next week you go out and you buy all that shit, right? That's your two hours for next week. And then the week after that, you start finding people on YouTube that have tutorials that you like the personality of the person and you can easily follow their instructions, right? That's three weeks from now. 
four weeks from now, you start your first project. And then maybe two, three months from now, you have your first blanket or scarf or whatever. Girl, between now and Christmas, you can have scarves for your entire family. And now you don't have to even go Christmas shopping. <laughs> like, that is how wild, wildly different your life can be in just six months if you just carve out these tiny little chunks of time. And even though it might seem like two hours per week is not a lot of time and I can't make a lot of progress and so why would I start? You start because of where you could be six to 12 months from now. You would be shocked. I dare you to try it. I dare you to think of that thing that you've been putting off because the timing isn't isn't perfect because you don't feel ready because you think that you don't have enough time because you think that you don't have enough money whatever whatever your excuses for the timing not being right I dare you to put that excuse to the side find the time in your schedule two hours per week is not that long and you don't even have to you don't even have to commit because like if you're like me, your weekly schedule doesn't look the same every week, right? There are some things in my schedule that are standard. They don't change week to week. And there is a lot that goes on around here that is wildly different from the week before. And so when I'm carving out my two hours, sometimes those two hours are spread across in like 30 minute increments first thing in the morning. Sometimes it's two hours on Sunday morning, just one two hour chunk on a Sunday morning and then I'm done for the week, right? So you you don't have, don't get too bogged down and overwhelmed with like making this the same every week, okay? It doesn't have to be like that. It can be different chunks of time each week. You just have to commit to those chunks of time. That is the hardest part. We are the first people that we break promises to ourselves. We are far more likely to break a promise to ourselves than to a coworker, to a spouse, to a child, right? We're always at the bottom of our list. So for the next six months, 12 months, make this the priority. In two hours a week, you are not gonna neglect your full-time job. You are definitely not gonna neglect your family in two hours, right? Like that, it's the bare minimum. And maybe it is gonna be frustrating because it's not gonna be, like it's gonna take you a lot longer this way than if you did have 10, 15 extra hours a week, right? But, maybe you still arrive you still arrive to the end point at the same time because if it takes you you know if if it's the marathon example and you can only find 2 hours a week well you're probably not going to be able to run a marathon in 6 months if you only have 2 hours a week right because it that's a huge commitment okay but if you're not doing anything related to running any kind of distance right now in two hours a week, you can definitely be running a 5K in like, I don't know, 
three, four months, you can be running a 10K, just six miles in six months, right? And so you're working your way up. And then as this becomes part of your standard routine, this becomes your new baseline, then maybe you'll be able to start to identify more chunks of time or you'll be and maybe that time doesn't appear out of thin air maybe that time arises because you get excited about this thing and so you start to deprioritize other things um or you start to delegate other things like move that shit out of your way so that you can fully commit to this thing right because now you're excited now you've gotten started you've got the bug you figured it out right and now you want to like really move forward like that is how these tiny chunks of time these tiny actions like they really do add up quickly and so i know that there is something that you've been wanting to do or try but you just feel like you can't right now because whatever and again outside of those extenuating circumstances i really do believe that you can do it right so if you have something start today by identifying small chunks of time that you can that you can dedicate to this project and then start to plan it out right so maybe again maybe it's going to take you a month to even just really get to a place where you can get started because you have to do the research, you have to get the materials, you have you know what I mean? Like you have to get certain things in place before you can really get going and that thing that is going to be like a month out from now. Who cares? Who cares because at least you are getting started. Stop waiting for perfect. Perfect is never coming. It's not going to fall into your lap. Things are never going to change. Right. And I hate to use that word never. I hate to use like never or always or, you know, those types of words. Um, But in my experience, this perfect opportunity is not going to fall into your lap. You have to create it. You have to create this for yourself. All right. That is all I have for you for today. Until next time. Hey, babe. Mom. 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 (laughs) Shit, you guys. I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.